Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome to January 2nd, day two of the Through the Bible in a Year series of the PC Speaking Podcast. Well, you've made it past day one. That's probably the hardest day. If you're back again today, I am so glad that you are here Today, we're going to be reading from Genesis chapter 4 through 7 and Matthew chapter 2 and 3, a couple of chapters in the New Testament today. Uh, They're they're not that long. They're fairly short chapters. I think chapter 3 only has 16 verses or something like that. But in Genesis today, we see the aftermath of Adam and Eve's disobedience, and that carries over on into the interaction between their sons, Cain and Abel. Um, If you don't know the story, I don't want to spoil it for you, but despite Cain's jealousy and sin, God extends mercy, even as the consequences of his actions unfold. And as we move forward, we move into the story of Noah and the flood, very well known story. Uh, We see a world marred by wickedness and sin, which ultimately leads to God's uh, judgment on the entire earth. But Noah, one man, finds grace in the eyes of the Lord, and God shows his faithfulness to Noah, providing a way of rescue amidst the flood. And in that, we find types and shadows of God's redemptive plan, in particular, the ark as a type of Christ. Then we turn over into the New Testament, Matthew chapters 2 and 3, and we see the birth of Jesus and the Magi who are seeking the newborn king. And despite the threat posed by Herod, God protects and guides uh, Joseph and his family. And we see John the Baptist emerge in the wilderness, preparing the way for Jesus. He's certainly an interesting fellow. I relate to him. I like to be out the bush and uh, I enjoy doing that too. So anyway, one of the things John is known for is a call for repentance, which still resonates with us today. And our reading from both the Old and the New Testament today show us humanity's need for redemption and God's faithfulness. It's interesting in reading these Old and New passages, uh, Testament passages together and actually seeing how much they have in common when you start looking for it. God provided a way of rescue for Noah and he does the same for us through Jesus. And let's reflect on our choices today, something to think about, embrace God's forgiveness and grace. So we're going to go ahead and read now. We're going to start uh, with the old, our Old Testament reading, Genesis chapter 4 through 7. Then we'll move over to Matthew in the New Testament, read chapters 2 and 3. And then we'll come back and just a few things to meditate on from today's reading, just to help it uh, resonate with us, saturate ourselves in it a little bit more. So let's go to Genesis chapter 4. This is how it begins. Adam had relations with his wife, Eve, and she conceived, gave birth to Cain and said, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. Then she gave birth again to his brother, Abel. Abel was a keeper of flocks, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had respect for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and for his offering, he did not have respect. 
And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? But if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. It desires to dominate you, but you must rule over it. Cain told Abel, his brother, and it came about when they were in the field that Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. The Lord said to Cain, where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which opens its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. From now on, you will till the ground. It will not yield for you its best. You will be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Then Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is more than I can bear. You've driven me out this day from the face of the earth and from your face will I be hidden and I will be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. So the Lord said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be taken on him sevenfold. Then the Lord put a mark on Con Cain so that no one finding him would kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had relations with his wife and she conceived and gave birth to Enoch. He built a city and called the name of the city, the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad and Irad was the father of Mehejael and Mehejael was the father of Methusiel and Methusiel was the father of Lamech. Lamech took two wives. The name of one was Ada and the name of other was Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all those who played the harp and flute. Zillah gave birth to Tubal Cain, a forger of every tool of bronze and iron. The sister of Tubal Cain was Nama. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. Your wives of Lamech and listen to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man who hurt me. If Cain will be be avenged sevenfold, then truly Lamech, seventy-sevenfold. Adam had relations with his wife again, and she had another son and called his name Seth. For she said, God has granted me another offspring instead of Abel because Cain killed him. To Seth also was born a son, and he called his name Enosh. And at the time, men began to call on the name of the Lord. Chapter 5. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day when God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female. He blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. Adam lived 130 years and became the father of a son of his own likeness after his own image and called his name Seth. The days of Adam after he became the father of Seth were 800 years. And he had other sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. Seth lived 105 years and became the father of Enosh. Seth lived after the birth of Enosh 807 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Seth were 912 years and he died. Enosh lived 90 years and became the father of Kenan. Enosh lived after the birth of Kenan 815 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 905 years and he died. Kenan lived 70 years and became the father of Mahaliel. Kenan lived after the birth of Mahaliel 840 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Kenan were 910 years and he died. Mahaliel 
lived 65 years and became the father of Jared. Mahaliel lived after the birth of Jared 830 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahaliel were 895 years and he died. Jared lived 162 years and became the father of Enoch. Jared lived after the birth of Enoch 800 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Enoch lived 65 years and became the father of Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after the birth of Methuselah for 300 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God and then was no more because God took him. Methuselah lived 187 years and became the father of Lamech. Methuselah lived after the birth of Lamech 782 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Lamech lived 182 years and had a son. He called his son Noah saying, this one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because the ground which the Lord has cursed. Lamech lived after the birth of Noah 595 years and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years and he died. Noah was 500 years old and became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Chapter 6. When men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were fair and took as wives as any they chose. The Lord said, My spirit will not always strive with man, for he is flesh, yet his days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. There were mighty men who were of old, men of renown. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intent and the thoughts of his heart was continually only evil. The Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him in his heart. The Lord said, I will destroy man, whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast and the creeping things and the birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and blameless among his contemporaries. Noah walked with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth was corrupt before God and filled with violence. God looked on the earth and saw it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. So God said to Noah, the earth, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Now I will destroy them with the earth. Make an ark of cypress wood for yourself. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. And this is how you must make it. The length of the ark will be 300 cubits, the width of it 50 cubits, the height of it 30 cubits. Make an opening one cubit below the top of the ark all around. And you must set a door of the ark on the side. Make it with a lower, a second, and a third story. I will bring a flood of waters on the earth to destroy all flesh. Wherever there is the breath of life under heaven and everything that is on the earth will die. But I will establish my covenant with you. You must go into the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your son's wives with you. Bring every living thing of all flesh, two of every kind, into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, 
and of every kind of creeping thing of the earth will come to you to be kept alive. Also, take with you every kind of food that is eaten and gather it to yourself, and it will be food for you and for them. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Chapter 7. The Lord said to Noah, You and your entire household go into the ark. For you alone I have seen to be righteous before me among this generation. Take with you seven each of every clean animal, the male and its female, and two each of every unclean animal, the male and its female, and seven each of birds of the air, the male and female, to keep the offspring alive on all the face of all the earth. In seven days you will cause it to rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made I will destroy from the face of the earth. And Noah did according to all the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters came upon the earth. And Noah went with his sons and his wife, his son's wives, into the ark because of the floodwaters. Everything that creeps on the land from clean and unclean animals and birds came in two by two, male and female, to Noah in the ark as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood were on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, the same day, all the fountains of the great deep burst open and the floodgates of the heavens were opened. The rain fell upon the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. On the very same day, Noah and the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every animal according to its kind and all the livestock according to their kind and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, every bird of every sort, went with Noah into the ark two by two of all flesh, in which was the breath of life. So they went in, male and female, of all flesh, just as God had commanded them. Then the Lord shut him in. The flood was on the earth forty days, and the water increased and lifted up the ark, so that it rose above the earth, the water prevailed and increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. The water prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high mountains that were under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed upward, and the mountains were covered 15 cubits deep. All flesh that moved on the earth died, birds and livestock and beasts and every creeping thing that crept on the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils were the breath of life. All that was on the dry land died. So he blotted out every living thing which was on the face of the ground, both man and animals and creeping things, and the birds of the heavens. They were blotted out from the earth, and only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. The waters prevailed on the earth for 150 days. Now on to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where Christ should be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are no longer least among the princes of Judah, for out of you shall come a governor who will shepherd my people Israel. 
Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, carefully inquired of them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again so that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed and the star which they saw in the east went before them until it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with great excitement. And when they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But being warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. Now when they departed, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother and escape to Egypt. And stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to kill him. When he rose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. And he remained there until the death of Herod to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet. Out of Egypt, I have called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise man, was utterly furious and sent forth and killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem and the surrounding reason from two years old and under based on the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise man, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet. In Ramah, a voice was heard, grieving and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be comforted because they are no more. But when Herod was dead, and the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel. For those who sought the young child's life are dead, And he rose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus reigned in Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Nevertheless, being warned by God in a dream, he withdrew to the region of Galilee. And he went and lived in a city called Nazareth. And that was spoken by the prophets, might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. Matthew chapter 3. In those days... John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who is spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. This same John had clothing made of camel's hair, a leather belt around his waist and his food was locust and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who has warned you to escape from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruit worthy of repentance and do not think to say with yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is put to the tree roots. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water to repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean his floor and gather his wheat into the granary but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. But John prohibited him saying, I need to be baptized by you. 
and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. And when Jesus was baptized, he came up immediately out of the water and suddenly the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of God descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Well, that's our reading for today. And before we close out, here are a few things you can meditate on from today's reading just to help reinforce it in our hearts, in our minds. And our reading in Genesis depicts the consequences of sin, but it also reveals God's redempting plan. And while humanity's disobedience led to judgment in the form of the flood, at the same time, Noah's faith and obedience and God's covenant with Noah show that God provides a way of escape and renewal for those who trust him. And the flood is a powerful reminder of God's right and ability to judge sin. One of the struggles many Christians face is maintaining a proper and balanced understanding of God's judgment, his mercy, and his grace. So a question you might meditate on today is, how might we maintain a balance between recognizing the consequences of sin in harmony with God's mercy and grace? And then in Matthew chapters two and three, we meet some key figures in the early life of Jesus, uh, the wise men or the magi who sought Jesus and then John the Baptist who prepared the way for his ministry. And they both give us a reminder that seeking Jesus and preparing for his presence are essential practices for us in our daily lives. And how might we do that? How can we actively seek Jesus daily and recognize his presence and significance in our life daily? Well, for today, I will leave you with that. Thank you for taking part in our Through the Bible in a Year reading program. And as you go about your business today, think about God's mercy, the fragility of humanity, and the hope we have in Jesus. I hope you will join us again tomorrow for more insight and Bible reading. And I look forward to speaking to you then. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. 